Street Fight, friends and family. How's it going? Guys, gals, non-binary pals. It's Wednesday night, time for a street fight. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're doing it on twitch.tv slash streetfightradio. Come hang with the gang. Get in the chat. That's where it's at. You can also hear us on WCRS LP FM here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, 92.3 or... I forget. I always forget it whenever I try to do it off the top of my head. Yeah. Well, I forget everything when I try to do it off the top of my head. Yeah. You're sp- 98.3 and 92.7. I was right. Uh, that's that's it. That's WCRS, Community Radio in Columbus. They keep us afloat. They help us uh, get in the ear holes of our Columbus community. Something for your ear hole. That's a little bit of uh, David Draymond for you. I need to something for your ear hole. He sounds kind of like Beavis when he says it. I'd play it, but then it would silence it. That would suck. Right. Well, uh, if you want to get in the chat, like I said, that's, you can do that. If you want to talk to us, you can. This Sunday, we're taking calls uh, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We want to hear from you. And if you want more, uh, including the new Holy Boy series, you know, there's two episodes out now. Uh, it's moving right along. Tom Sexton from the Trillbillies Worker Party podcast and Brian are talking about uh, all your favorite televangelists and uh, preachers. Uh, freaks. I, I say we're talking about like freaks. Yeah, you got Kevin, uh, Kenneth Copeland, freak. Total freak. This Ed Young guy, he's a freak. He's a real freak. He's got some. He, he bothers me. Sometimes a fucking one of these guys that's like just now obsessed with critical race theory and Marxism and stuff like that. So he's he's the fifth richest pastor in the country. Uh, got caught uh, right. He, he had some airplane, uh, had a little bit of an airplane situation that happened. These guys. They all have an airplane or want an airplane or obsessed with having an airplane, which I would like to have a jet too, personally. But I don't think in my mind, I'm like, I'll never have a jet. It's And I don't need a jet. I don't, nobody needs a jet. Nobody yeah. needs to own the jet. If you can own, I don't know where the money comes in, how much it would have to be. It has to be such a crazy amount of money, right? To say uh, that chartering a jet, it's cheaper just to buy the jet than to charter it when I need it. Yeah. You know? Like, it has to be, you know, like eight figures of money. It has to be such a crazy amount of money before you get there. Yeah, I mean, I guess... um... I thought that like God and Jesus already handled flight and that they could just get you a ticket on a plane, but getting your own plane mm-hmm. really shows how much of God's love you've got. Full of demons. They are like, you know, obviously the very popular Kenneth Copeland clip of where he's just like, I need my own plane because it's this, these public planes are a tube full of demons. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh yeah, you don't want to fly in a tube full of demons. I'll agree with you on that one. You know, I don't like demons. Yeah. Cross country flight is now four hours of doing <laughs> spiritual warfare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I hate demons. I'm I'm trying to avoid demons. Uh it's nice. Did you see Jeff Bezos, our guy, is now Elon Musking on Twitter. 
Oh, no, really? He's cutting it up? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why they do it, Brett. I can never figure out why. If I had Jeff Bezos money, specifically Jeff Bezos money, just an amount of money that whole nations don't have, you will never see me again. I can promise you. I mean, I do love attention, so I see? might go looking for attention, but I can guarantee you I'm not going to be in the posting wars. I'm not going to be online posting and like adding Je Joe Biden, you know, because he's adding Joe Biden. He's he is he's mad because people are asking because of inflation. They're asking for higher taxes on billionaires. And he's like, well, that's not going to solve it. It's like, well, we've never really tried it before. <laughs> so I don't know. He's he he seems weirder than Musk, though, in a way. Oh, for sure. Like he shared, I'll, I'll, I'll get it up here. Cause he, he tweeted this thing that was like the most out of touch thing I've ever seen somebody tweet. Uh, like one of these rich guys tweet and you know, they're often out of touch, but this post is, he posts a picture of a book that he's reading. Okay. It's called, uh, lights out pride delusion and the fall of general electric. Okay, Got so it. this is a book about how General Electric fell, right? And it's like, you would think he'd be like, oh, that's, you know, I'm reading this to f see what's interesting and stuff about it, or I, I want to see how this happened, but he called it scary bedtime reading. He said, and I was like, I'm not like really afraid that my enormous corporation's going to go under. Like, I don't have any reason to worry at the level of like a general electric going out of business. And really he's one of the only people in the world that would have to worry about that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's rich people problems, but I think folks want those. I think people want to identify with billionaires more than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. There's I mean, that Elon, Ma that Elon Musk rap song is out and I hate it so much. What is it? There's a new song. It's on Rap Caviar. Whenever you play, it's called Elon Musk. It sucks. No. It's like going to space or something. It's no. Yeah. Don't do that. That's it's Gunna. That's who it is. Gunna. DDG and Gunna. Does do, I wonder if Musk? He knows. Of course. Right. He knows about. He wakes it. up every day to it. I, I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. If they made a Murder Brian song, would you not wake up every day to it? I would probably play it for everybody i know all the time yeah you know it would like be on every playlist right that you do yeah that i thought I this do. was a country throwback like yeah yeah but <laughs> With also if anybody that has a song that's personally about them we can put those on there too i have to say though like it's kind of weird when i think about it because it is like i would love it i would go head over heels for a rapper doing a song about me right uh-huh i don't know if there's another kind of music that i would like really feel like super amped about it i mean like if they did a punk song about me or something like that i'd be like oh that's really neat but like the thing about having a rapper do a song about you is that like they're telling people that you're cool and that's what i'm fucking talking about you know i i want i want somebody telling everybody that i'm a very cool dude <laughs> like so something aspirational it's probably really nice to have a rapper do a song named after you like hannah montana hannah montana like <laughs> yeah. that song that's probably so exciting for for her uh, although i don't know she's pretty famous elon musk though you know yeah i guess um 
I don't know. It's it's probably it has to be propaganda is the reason that they're on there. I mean, Elon, as you can tell, has a cult type thing. So he mm -hmm. has to be out there because for him, it's the same thing as Trump. When you're like, oh, this guy's fucking awful. And then everybody's like, no, he's secretly a genius. You know, yeah. like you don't get it like I get it. You know, yeah. we have a similar sense of humor. That's what it is. We're irreverent, uh, but we're also powerful. We're meme guys. Yeah, we're like, that's the thing about these guys. And like, we shouldn't be surprised that they're meme guys because of where they came up. You know, like they they were always going to be meme guys, but they're really fucking rich. Right. And they hang out with really rich people, probably some pretty cool people. I mean, Jeff Bezos probably has met like every cool guy you've ever wanted to meet in your life. Two every girls too. Yeah. I, I, I know I'm saying he's probably met every, like all the people that you think, man, that would be really neat to meet that person. He's probably met that person. <laughs> I mean, the the thing about it is, like, it reveals how awful and how violent and horrible of a person is that he is, is that, like, really, human beings just need, like, food and shelter and memes to share. Like, we don't give a fuck <laughs> about little else. We, I mean, most of the day is spent just me doing me sharing memes or showing people memes that you found and shit. And uh, they're doing the same thing, except for that they're stealing all of the fucking money. They're hogging up all the money and the resources. They're making the whole fucking, they, they're deciding the whole economies. I mean, you like, I like to like fantasize about being like a rich guy, obviously. You know what I mean? How great it would be to be a rich guy. But I also like, when I start to think about like, okay, so what am I going to do if I become rich now, when I was a teenager, I had so many fucking plans, dude, for what I was going to do when I was going to be, one of them was to buy my parents house and kick them out. And, uh, that, that was just cause I was mad at them one time, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I had like all these fantasies. I don't know all the, the, the fantasies I have about being rich now are one thing and it is not caring how much money i have that is it like that is that has to and i guess they don't really do that they don't care how much money they have they're still kind of obsessed with the amount of money they have and probably the same way that i'm obsessed with the amount of money i have well, you know yeah more than anybody else i mean yeah yeah so i don't know i don't i'm trying i just it feels like we could, there's no point. It's fucking pointless. You don't want to be a rich guy. You want to be a hundred thousand a year guy. Yep. That's all there is. That's rich guy. That's yeah. rich to me. Cause you can do anything you want at that point. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's what we were taught. I did a poll actually on online and, um, this might've been from street fight. Maybe I don't know where it was. We we're talking about the lottery and we were talking about whether or not uh, you take the lump sum oh yeah or the yearly payment tom was asking you and so met most people pick lump sum most people that would listen to street fighter follow me <laughs> pick lump sum but like when i started to look into that like you are a fucking fool if you pick the yearly payments, you're really, a yeah. If you die, nobody, that money doesn't go to your, your, your kids or anything. When you die, the payments stop. 
It's uh. over. The payments are done. You know, um, there it, there is like a threshold where you do get to keep more of your money if you do the yearly thing. There's like a threshold, but like like we're talking about now, it's like who fucking cares? Once I get to like a certain once once I'm hitting like a million, I'm probably like, all right, you know, whatever. It, it you know, if I if I won a million dollars and they told me we'll give you a check for $600,000 now, or we'll give you a million dollars over five years. I would take the $600,000. I just, I want all the money now. Like if I win the lottery, I want all the money that I won right away. And if I, and people are always like, you know, I wouldn't, I would, I would be, what, what do they say? They always say I would be irresponsible with the money and be broke. And it's like, yeah, but you had the money. You know what I mean, and 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 like that's fine. It's a good story. Yeah, yeah. Sound, okay, this is break room conversations. We don't get to have break room conversations anymore. Yeah. So we don't get to argue about lump sum versus payout. I mean, five years is. Uh, I mean, five years is not a long time. Definitely would take a five year payout, but I think it's longer than that. It's I do think you're right. Yeah, too. it is. Yeah, it's meant to really. Uh, it's 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 just an extra gamble. Basically, it's just like <laughs> let it ride. It's like okay, okay. You technically want a million over the next 20 years. Yeah. You can yeah. take 600 today or uh, let it ride and get your full million. Yeah. And it is just like, who doesn't want all of it right away? Because I already, I, when, when Tom started asking me this and when I started kind of posting about it, I started thinking about how fucking long it probably takes to get your money when you win the lottery. <laughs> when you win like $50 million. I can't imagine. It probably takes a year to get to actually get the money and have the money, because it's just a, how long it takes at any time to get any amount of money oh, that's not like thirty five dollars. Five thousand dollars takes a week to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure. I would love. I would love to know the logistics of the lottery win. I think is is something like I would love to to. See, because I've watched the show where they buy houses with lottery money, okay. and that's goofy. That's just a goofy show where it's just like, you know, they're all buying crummy houses anyway. They're buying like McMansions, you know, because most people's dream is to live in a McMansion. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think the thing, yeah, the thing to do would be to buy a house that you could like put like, um, you know, dirt bike track integrated into. You could do like a monster house thing, yeah. like a total really wild re renovation fuck i love that show monster, monster house, house was a good show yeah yeah oof but yeah i mean yeah that is break room shit i'm just it for me it makes me it just i i don't actually know do you play no then why are you worried well i don't know what i would do if i had a bunch of money is what i'm saying like if i had spend it all oh yeah oh yeah i mean i think if you win the lottery you should spend it all i think if you win the lottery, you should just fuck it. You know, what is it? It's like when we gambled in Vegas and it was just like, nah. well, I want all this money and $200. I never had this money before, you know? So no, I don't agree. Not going to, oh, that I do. I, I think oh. that if you waste it all, it's fine. Obviously I'd like to give my daughter some money or whatever, but I also don't think it would be bad if you set them up a trust and then wasted all of your part of the money. Sure. <laughs> I love wasting, you know? So yeah, I would yeah, I would rather just have a regular salary and uh, not do shit. <laughs> I'd rather just 
I mean, I'm happy with what I have. I need, I need to not stress. I need to know that I can, uh, I have money for like car repairs and shit. Um, but like food and housing, I'm fine. Yeah. You you need to know. I that... have a whole bunch of junk that I don't use already. <laughs> it's like more stuff. If, if like, if what I have is not enough, more is not going to make it any better. Yeah. And if you, it, it, you need to basically, I think what the American dream actually is, is, uh, not having to check my bank account money. That's really what the dream is. I think for everybody is like jet skis too. Well, yeah, but if you have not, I don't have to check my bank account money. You can go get a jet. You can just get one. If you want one. Yeah. I mean, you might have to get it on credit, but who cares? You know, you're you're not checking your bank account. You know what I mean? Uh, Listen to this. It is so funny though. It is funny because I was listening to, um, I was listening to Tom and, Aaron and Terrence find out like, you know, uh, how many millionaires there are in the United States and they didn't believe it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's still just, it's a small number, but it's enough that makes people think, you know, that like you can have it, but you're like the top 1% is like at the top, like five or 10% or whatever is like 300 and some thousand dollars a year. Yeah. So we sit around and talk about making millions and only, you know, 1% of fucking people ever get to touch a million. Even your, the richest fucking people, you know, make $400,000 a year because it's way too much money for uh, even a family of four. Yeah. It's too much money. Yeah. And when you say like, when, unless when, you live in downtown Manhattan and that should also be controlled, yeah. <laughs> there should, there should be $900 apartments in New York city. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. You're, you're totally right. It's like, uh, hardly anybody has the amount of money that makes you rich and it, you actually would be happy just ha- like you would be happy having $400,000. Like, yeah. you, or as I've always said, $200,000, I'd be so happy with that. And yeah. I feel like I could make everything happen on that two grand, 200 grand. I don't think that's enough. For, I don't see that happening. Oh, I'd start a business. I have that's... all these business ideas. Really? Yeah. You want to be a businessman? I mean, I would, if I got 200 grand, you got to oh, try like to keep the money and rubs. Oh, dude, you don't even know what's going on with the sauces. I got to tell you, people. This is something you can't collect. Do you understand? Like, how do you? It goes bad. (laughs) But I have, like, a bunch of them. This is called a mistake. Like, whenever I buy a bunch of sauces and I have a whole, like, rack of my refrigerator filled full of half-used sauces, that's a mistake in mine. That's, like, waste of money. (laughs) That might be true. But these are sauces I just bought, so I'm not in the mistake realm yet. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are just brand. I just got into sauces like two weeks ago. You weren't saucing your food? I was saucing. I mean, I was saucing. Like, I had my sauces that I like. And I'm very nervous about this aardvark stuff that everybody's trying to get me to get because it's habanero. It's the bomb. But it's too hot. It's too hot? Well, I mean. Just use less. Habanero is always like mace flavored. No, habanero is the best. I think habanero is that's my favorite. I think the other stuff gets outrageous. Habanero has a stopping point on it mm-hmm. that isn't like uh, makes you cry or makes you like throw up. Okay, I'm gonna get the aardvark sauces now. People have been telling me I every day to get the aardvark sauces. I'm just ignoring them because I see the word habanero and I'm like, I can't. That's scary. I guess if you don't like them, I like habaneros. I like serranos too. Um, but yeah, I mean that's about as high as I go. I'm not like a crazy. I I love the wild stuff to like try out, but yeah. I, I 
Habanero is good. Well, I'll be honest with you here, just because that's what I do on here. I've never had habanero in my life. Do you like jalapeno? I do like jalapeno. But you never had a habanero? Oh, I don't go higher than jalapeno. I'm just like, I see the word habanero, and I'm like, I heard that. See, in my mind, habanero is, is I'm still living in the period oh, before. Oh, yes, you're right. <laughs> go ahead. I'm living in a different time when Millennial. habanero was insane. Like, oh, yeah. everybody was like, you don't fucking touch one you're of right. those, man. You know? In the 90s. Early two thousands, habanero was the first time they started telling us there's stuff hotter than jalapenos. Yes, yes, and now it is ghost, ghost, the ghost peppers, reapers, and scorpions, and ghost peppers. Yeah, and I watched a thing on Netflix, a documentary series called like I don't know, it's about weird sports. You know, and one of the sports that they had on there was pepper eating. Oh yeah, and. It's brutal. I, I just, I can't watch somebody eat like that and then think to myself, like, ah, I, w- I wouldn't mind trying something. <laughs> yeah. Let me give it a nibble. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I I, I uh, do want to give it up for, I, I got two things I want to tell everybody first, uh, uh, because it, it's been a, it's been a crazy, it's been a cool, like, couple weeks. I want to bring up some, the ketamine stuff. Okay. Uh, but, um the people in Washington, D.C. and Delaware, to you people, y'all gotta, that mambo sauces, it's the good shit. That is what? one of the best sauces I've ever had in my life. Mambo sauce? Mamba or mumbo sauce? Mumbo. I think it's mumbo there. M-U-M-B-O sauce. Oh, you guys, okay. you, you did it. You fucking did it in the sauce department. You made a sauce. That is not a barbecue sauce, but it's also not a hot sauce. It's just a sauce. And woo doggy, it's good. Red sauce. And then those Japanese, that Japanese barbecue sauce was uh, really good too. So okay. I didn't even know they had Japanese barbecue sauce. So, um, but what I was going to say is uh, I am have one more therapy session left. Really? And I'm not, I'm done. Really? Yeah. They said you're cured? Uh, they just said it's, well, my therapist is moving away. First of all, tired of you and was going to get me, I was going to get a new one, but, uh, I don't think I need it right now. And, uh, my psychiatrist is like, I don't think you need it. We're going to keep you on the same meds, but, uh, it seems like everything's going okay. They, the, the odd thing about it is when you tell somebody a doctor or a psychiatrist or something like that. When you tell them you had ketamine treatments, they ask you for a trip report. Basically. Nice. <laughs> like, That's fun. You have to tell them what it was like and what they did and all, all that stuff. But like, I told her I did it and she was like, I didn't even know it worked for anxiety and shit like that. Oh, so wow. I got to say, get a referral bonus. I should. I should. <laughs> I even told her the place I went to. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, should have made some money to get get that information handed over. Yeah, but I just gotta say, if you can figure out how to get your hands on the money, and and even if you can try the S ketamine, E S ketamine, the nasal spray, uh, if you can find somebody that will administer that, which is covered by insurance. Uh, God, if you're having anxiety. I, you know, I didn't believe it. I thought it was bullshit. It's not. It's like really fucking real that that it 
it worked. And like, I, you know, I hope everybody can some get their hands on it someday. You know what I mean? Like, I hope everybody gets the chance. I hope, you know, the FDA just has to approve it for depression and anxiety and insurance will start covering it. But yeah, you know how that is. But so we'll I see they'll get I desperate hope. enough. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope it happens. And I know there's like people lobbying for stuff like that too out there, but like, uh, it worked for me and I know I've heard that it doesn't work for everybody, but like, man, you know, a really long time of being in a really rough fucking place for me. Like my anxiety was fucking crazy. And I don't have, as I've said, and, and this is the way I can describe this. Uh, I do not have any of the physical manifestations of anxiety anymore. The wow. feeling in my chest. See, this is why I need the soundboard. I could give you an applause. Yeah, I feel the sweating, the the like pacing. I still am twitchy, but I think I'm just a twitchy dude. I've always been kind of a twitchy guy. Yeah. So I still bounce my leg and shit like that. My dad does that too, though. Yeah. So it just seems like something that people, some people do and some people don't. So yeah. Yeah. I bounce my leg all the time. It's crazy. I'm running in place, basically. I love to just get a great burn going. Yeah. Just standing there playing fucking double bass pedal. Yeah. You can't stop. Also, I mean, just one last piece of good news. Uh, for the first time over the time I've been working out, I upped the weight. Nice. I'm up in the weight. And yeah. it makes me feel, now I feel like, oh, the, this is working out. I'm getting stronger and stronger. Gains. Yeah, but I need to. Team I need games. somebody to help me out with uh, uh, my protein intake. Help me figure out how to handle that because okay. I think that's why my muscles aren't getting huge. No, it's because you've only been working out for a very short amount of time since January. But I'm just now lifting heavier weight. But it yeah. feels good to lift heavier weight. I mean, it's just there's no. I mean, this is. I'm just just telling you, this is the downfall of doing it for the way your body looks. It's frustrating. You're never going to look like the magazine people. Those people have genetic deformities that make it so that they look good. I just want to look you're like not gonna, a beast. Okay, you didn't work out for 30 years. Yeah. And then in, in three months, you think it's beast mode. I want to look and like And you're a old beast. as shit. You're old too, so yeah. testosterone goes down. Well, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to get on roids then. Okay. I, I recommend that for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll go Human see. All the old actors, like the Brad Pitts and the Hugh Jackmans and stuff. Like, yeah, I want some HGH when I'm 50. Maybe I will go look into HGH. I wonder how you get it. <laughs> you probably need an anti-aging doctor, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look into that. I'm going to see how much it costs though. You know, obviously yeah. insurance isn't going to cover it, you yeah. know? I, um, well, some people, cause people message me about it, but I've been on the Wellbutrin for a couple weeks now. It's kind of weird. Um, it was good at first, but I'm getting real panicky out of nowhere. Oh, shit. Like, uh, not, in, not like a panic attack, maybe anxiety attack. I don't know if there's a different, You're probably where I was, it's just like real, like, uh, just running around doing stuff and just like breathing through it, you know, but at the same time feeling like. So, uh, someone's about to jump out and grab me, you know? Yeah. You should, you should tell the, I did good. I because... talked to him about it. And I also, I had, I'm having problems with my relationship. Like, uh, once I started taking, I stopped being interested in sex very much. Yeah, I know. Which Those is everybody says, well, Butrin doesn't do that. Everybody promises it doesn't do that. But like, I just turned into like a business guy. 
Like I've become <laughs> obsessed with eBay auctions. I'm an auction dude now. Real and uh, I don't know. It's weird. And like I used to be way hornier. Like I would look like yeah. a two piles of dirt on the ground and be like boobs, you know, yeah. or wake up. Like I really want to fuck right now. Yeah. And it's just, to me, it's just like something to schedule. Yeah. So we're changing it up. And he gave me anti-anxiety medication, which, uh, Ooh, what, hydroxyzine. Yes. <laughs> I always get that one. Right. Cause Adam, our friend Adam was like, they put me on some antihistamine. Yeah. And uh, I said, hydroxyzine. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I, that stuff. Didn't work for me. It might be fine for me because mine's not that out of control. Yeah. I, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm You're not, not like crazy constantly. Right. And I'm getting a lot done. Like my life is wonderful except for a few places. And the sleep is fucking weird. Yeah. The sleep is so weird. You did, you, did like you... sleep for five hours and wake up like. Like ready to go. And then like, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm 25 again. Like when I used to just. I'd stay up till two in the morning and get up at eight and go to work and be okay. Not this guy. Yeah. I, 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 I find that the people I know, most of the people I know that are on like these medications and shit are actually, they have said to me that like, uh, uh, the, the, um, sleep gets weird. Like most of the people I yeah. know have problems with their sleep. And I find that, you know, I have problems with my sleep, but I didn't have them before. Well, my main problem before was that it was 10. It took 10 hours of fucking sleep for me to get rest. That yeah. was the big issue was that like there was enough. And there wasn't enough hours in the day for me to feel rested up. Yeah, I love that for you. I, I love feeling rested up. I don't like I'm the same way. I, I'll sleep 10 hours and I'm like, why did I do that for? This is also why it feels like it's a government thing to make you a good worker. I wake up at 630 in the morning every fucking day. Like every day, an hour before my alarm goes off. Like on school days, I'm up at 6.30. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't want to see this. I don't want to see the sunshine. I don't want to see the sun come up. No. I don't want to see the fucking first little birds pop their head out for the day. Yeah, I don't wake up. I, I don't. I, I wake up at nine and piss. Or I wake up at one time to piss and then I go back to bed. Because that's my big cross to bear is pissing. Uh, it sucks. So, yeah. I hope it gets taken care of. I, I mean, if the panic's not, like, life-altering, yeah, then, you know, I, I mean, it just... my If it's not going to take your whole life over, then, you know, maybe it's good. I don't know. Yeah, the psych guy turns out to be cool, except for that he's really anti, like illegal weed and i'm like fuck you dude do you have legal weed money you know yeah. like i'm paying out the ass for this fucking service and my regular insurance like i'm not going to also pay a hundred dollars for a quarter of fucking weed i mean what's the difference between illegal and legal weed he's just i i that's there's nothing and that strange shit is i mean the indica sativa is very questionable i agree I, i'm the same way it's like with kratom too both of them i'm just like yeah yeah, I uh, I don't know. I just like he's a, he's on that. My therapist lady, she reminds me of a vice principal. I like her, but like I'm also I try to make her laugh all the time. Like if whenever she fucking laughs, I'm like yeah. Um, but she's she's not very helpful because she does not like. She doesn't give a fuck about like why I. I don't know. She's just always like forcing me to like come up with a solution. Yeah. She's just nap. She's just is like, okay, that sucks. What are you gonna do to change it? I'm like, I don't know. Fuck, lady. Fuck, man. Help me out with the solution. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I'm with you, man. I always was so frustrated at at like, 
It's like, could you give me some advice? I just, like, I know, I any? know. The whole time, it's a brick wall. Yeah. Like, yeah, they hate giving advice. Uh, so I got a couple news things that we can look at uh, too, to be exact. Uh, there's been a lot going on in the news, and I saw this happen on. Uh, I found this thing online. Uh, so we're just going to listen to this news story. We'll do some pausing and commenting. I think the people in the chat can see what we're watching. Um, all right, here we go, everybody. Saw the radical curriculum at her 13-year-old son's middle school in Virginia. Melissa's son is biracial, but he'd never talked about his race or racial issues <laughs> until the school forced it on him. Melissa is now suing his school claiming they brainwashed her son. Oh, Melissa no. Riley joins A horrible me now. white mother that's making her fucking biracial son fight for his white half? <laughs> you can be proud of your white half, too. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the for world... people that can't see, she has uh, crucifixes in both of her earrings. She does look like an underworld like villain with a, like, a suit on. But yeah, the two crosses... Are, why not the neck? Isn't the necklace more traditional? <laughs> yeah, she wanted two, though. You ain't got two necks. That's true. <laughs> Looks like some sort of com comic book demon slayer with those earrings. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like somebody from, like, the Castlevania TV series. <laughs> yeah, or, like, or like uh, when Boondock Sanks goes woke. <laughs> this is who they bring in. Yeah. I can't believe how mad this... First of all, I, I would think and I don't know for sure because I don't have a biracial kid. I would kind of want them to understand the culture on both sides of that thing. And I would think that they would learn that. But I would also think I can't teach them to do the things or to, to be or think of the things that I'm not that race. Does that make sense? Like I can't teach my, my half black, half white kid how to be black i would like the school to do that <laughs> no well i mean the world you have a black kid you don't have like a mixed kid you have a fucking black kid yeah. the world's gonna treat them like they're fucking black mm -hmm. and that's the situation i know a lot of i know a few horrible white parents that are in this situation um that will not accept that their that the world is going to to treat their kid like a black kid you like a black like they're Going, they are a target for like buffalo shooter types. You think that like their their parents would say before the kid was born is like I feel bad for those biracial kids. They don't fit in either world. Yeah, absolutely, I, it's what that is. A lot of hand wringing. <laughs> yeah, because I every parent used to say that when I was little. Like every parent, because when I was in the sixth grade. I was in the sixth grade the first time I saw a biracial couple. For sure. Interracial? Like I, interracial, sorry. And I, like, I remember seeing them and thinking, like, are you, like, allowed to do that? Is that something? Like, I was, oh, no. I know. I'm being straight up with you, man. Coming from Groveport, not even an overly white school. I think it, you know, is close to equal. No way. Yeah, it is. I think it's more black now, but it was like when I was there, it was like half and half mm. sort of thing. Wow. Um, 
But I got started in elementary school kissing little black girls in the cloakroom. So I didn't think you were allowed. It was the neighborhood I was in was fine with it. Yeah, I didn't think you were allowed. I don't think I don't I don't know. I don't think my parents would have been like freaked about it. You know, mine were. We got to talk about not today. Black people It'll ruin your life. That's, uh, and the babies can't fit into either one. Yeah, and the babies don't fit in nowhere. <laughs> my my mom is the best concerned troll. That's what I realize is that's all she does is like, I accept him for being gay, but God, the world's going to be so tough on him. I mean, I, I'm sorry to call her. She's not Southern. She's Midwestern. She yeah. sounds like me. It's me. But Southern people. I mean, Midwestern people have that kind of. I they we want to be. They want to be Southern. Oh, yeah. Conservative Midwestern people would want to be Southern. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is crazy. I I I I'm gonna go back a second here. Let's uh let's see more. Along with her attorney Ryan Banger, Alliance Defending Freedom Senior Counsel. All right, so Melissa, your your son is uh, the father's black, you're white, and he'd never mentioned issues with race before. You're saying what exactly changed? You you were brainwashing your fucking child. You were trying to hide from them how the world feels about them. You're upholding your fucking white supremacist identity and making this kid suffer. Right. That's the thing. It's he starts. They are acting like we teach these kids critical race theory. And that's when they start to question stuff. And that is because of critical race theory and not because you get to fucking decide. Listen, you get to decide what your kids believe until they're like 10. Like, you can just tell them they have to believe these things. <laughs> and that's probably she, you know, she gets to tell him what he believes. And, right. and like, it works because that's, they just want to be your friend. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the most of this is most of this conservative concern with kids is that they want to control what they think. And without a lot of oppression, without a lot of restriction, um, kids will be accepting of alternative lifestyles. Kids sure. will pick up on pronouns immediately. Unless mm-hmm. you tell them that Jesus said they're going to hell, unless you beat it into them that these people are disgusting, uh, you know, unless, you know, if, if you want to tell your, if you want to uphold this idea that in America, everyone is born the damn same. We all have the same white, black, purple, or green. Yeah. Don't matter. In the United States of America, anybody can be president. Anybody can make it. Everybody has a fair shot. This is the the great equalizer that Thomas Jefferson and George Washington set up for us. You know, yeah. I actually heard a guy yesterday, this this freak pastor I'm I'm listening to say like, is there racism? Yeah. <laughs> is there structural racism? No. Right. It's like, well, how does there how does, how does one exist without the other one? <laughs> He's just saying there's people that say bad words on the street. There's people that say slurs on the street, but none of the. Uh, None of the criminal justice system or any of the other state apparatuses that reproduce racist results are systemic. Exactly, exactly. Issues with race before you're saying, what exactly changed? Right, we didn't have issues before. He's in eighth grade. They introduced this critical um, program and now... (laughs) I want to bring that up. They didn't, though, because it's a college thing, and they don't teach that in eighth grade. Right. All that happened is they spoke to the... They probably mentioned that black people have a different experience of America. Yeah. (laughs) And that was enough for her to think that they're trying to indoctrinate their son. 
Yeah, I don't even know what it what what and I think that they are talking about they to me the argument now after it's been going on for, you know, a year or something like that. Like this has been their major focus, right? For me, it seems like they just don't cuz when my daughter has does stuff with her her anti-racism club at school, uh-huh. everything they do they have to get a permission slip filled out okay. and some kids, their parents won't do it. Right. And, and they just can't participate in like watching queen and slim. Sure. Like <laughs> they just, but like they have to get a permission slip for every single thing that they do. And right. some of the stuff is like really not that crazy. You know what I mean? Like it's like if Beale street could talk is not, an overly offensive movie or anything yes. like that. It's trying to convince white children that, that bad things happen to, to black people. And it's, it's funny because we talked about a while ago when she had to go to the uh, cakewalk. Oh yeah. My favorite thing in the world for people who didn't hear this, my daughter went to a cakewalk and uh, set up a big thing that talked about the racist history of cakewalks yeah. and parents were coming in though. And like telling their kids not to go over there. Like they don't want them to learn. Like they don't want them to learn yeah. there's racism. It, That's the thing. It, it, it ruins it's racism. It. And it is like once you once you accept it, it ruins everything. It I mean it does, but you'll make it out the other side. Like they're so scared of the process. It's gonna tear you up. It's gonna every single like great thing that you like is going to be tarnished by racism. Yes, but you will stay alive. We persevered. It makes you stronger. It, it's just uh, you know, it's gonna be tough. It's it's yeah. hard to swallow. Things you, know? you like are racist. <laughs> yeah, everything, and that's just the way shit is. You know what I mean? That's the way it operates. Yeah, yeah. In every so, circumstance. Let's hear more here. Having racial issues. I was not there before. What kind of racial issues is he having? Well, he's seen himself just as a black man. He's seen things that don't go his way as racism. Um, and he's finding safety in numbers now. I don't get that. I don't know what that meant. They safety printed out a number. I'll say, wait, one more time. He said, she said he's here. I'll go back here a second because it's weird. Um, and he's finding safety in numbers now. So she's, I think, saying that he's around, like, other black kids now. He's, like, wanting to hang out with, like, uh, like black kids. Yeah. And that he feels safe. He He feels feels understood. And he feels, and the mom doesn't like that. She hates it. Because she can't feel that way. And she didn't want one of them. She didn't want one of them kinds. She wanted a good one. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny. I, I wonder how she feels I think it's pretty obvious, like whether it would be pro-choice or pro-life. She's she's very likely pro-life, but how she does feel about like feminist, like some of the the like women sh- should women should be allowed to have a job and should get paid more and stuff like that. Like, does she see an axis of oppression oh, for women? Sure, and for some reason no. can't extrapolate that to. A different race absolutely not 
I mean, conservatives are the definition of dirty old man lady. They uphold, they up, they believe in patriarchy. Yeah. And they uphold it. And they're like, I will be second in command as long as there's a guy that fixes things and brings home most of the money. I'll be second in command. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Which is a real letdown because most guys can't fix things. It's like, yeah. And also, I want to be second in command. <laughs> I do too. I always I, wanted to be we, like, just you. I already am. I mean, I, that's what I do. Right? I mean, I did for my most of my relationship. You are too. Yeah, I I I like being the fun parent. <laughs> People always say that. Oh, you don't want to be the... in charge. We don't want to be in charge. That's <laughs> where we're men that don't want to be in charge of a household. Yeah, I like somebody else can do. I mean, no, who has to be in charge anyways? Yeah, yeah. I'm I am really, and this is what makes me like maybe the worst person, is that like I basically said back in I don't know five years ago, maybe six years ago, I. ain't. I ain't checking the school emails anymore. I, don't. I love it. <laughs> I don't want to know nothing about what's going on with those school emails. I love it. Yeah. They'll get to you. They can find you when they need you. Yeah. yeah. I'm off of them too. I I'm can't. Off of them too. I, just, I, start, I stopped early, but this year I was just like, there's nothing in there. She, they get to me directly whenever I have to do something. Exactly. They can give you a call as yeah. long as they bring home the permission slip. The name missing anything. Yeah, Charlotte also is at the age she tells me. Like, she's like, hey, and she opens her book bag and she's like, this, 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 sign yeah. and do it. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. we're good. Then we've, now I don't need to listen to the school calls every day. Oh, at yeah. At 4 p.m. every single day, I get a call from the principal. Like announcements? Yes. No. Exactly. No, yeah. thanks. Fuck uh -uh. yeah. It's awful. No. Like, we get the emails and they'll tell us stuff, but like, the only thing I find interesting in the emails a lot of times is when they're like uh okay we're gonna be having some sensitive discussions and it's always about race it's never about like sex or anything right. like that and it's because the conservative parents are freaking out all right. the fucking time about this critical race theory i feel they don't want their kids to hear that like they're successful in a, in a white supremacist world right their parents How... are i mean even when i was a kid they were able to bring in people to talk about systemic they could come in and have an assembly about racism. What was not a thing that was out of the realm of possibility. I, I know that when I was a little kid, I learned about racism. I fucking know it for sure. You know, maybe I learned we lived in a post-racist society or something like that. But fuck, that's even like they're, they don't even want to teach it. They don't want them teaching nothing. They yeah. just don't want them saying racism at all. Then don't Be bring it up. Because white people hate to be called racist. It's crazy how much... That's the thing I learned the most when we started this show was that, like, people say, oh, there's no good slur for white people. And, and that's basically true. But, man, white people hate being called racist so much. It just makes them fucking insane like yeah. that's why this is such a big important thing is because somebody's saying there's racism there's white that there is white racism even if you don't know or think you are you might you probably are and yeah. that freak that makes people mad but this is joe this is still also the joe biden mindset where he says i will apologize for nothing and i and i think that's what makes this happen is that like i will never feel bad and i will never apologize for who i am yeah you that's know? american i too. will never accept that i will never accept this george w bush remember the big knock on him is he's never apologized yeah nothing was ever his fault and obama i don't think apologized nothing was ever his fault he might have because you know how democrats are but yes i asked him to clean the house racism yes <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, see, now that's funny. That's funny. That's a precocious kid. What's wrong with that? I <laughs> would go back a minute. Some on a date, racism. Are those the kind of things you're seeing? Yes, I ask him to clean the house. Racism. Yes. <laughs> you're kidding, right? Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm serious. They have totally changed his perspective. They have put him in a box. So she... you're saying he doesn't want to do his chores because that's racist? No. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to do it. This is on the news. This is this made this is it on all the, news. the way. How much? I, I, if this segment probably cost a few thousand dollars to produce, uh -huh. like it, if you think of how many people were paid, if you lump sum how much like a minute of few minutes of television cost over her kid making a good joke via satellite. There's three people on this show via satellite, which costs money. Uh, it is in prime time, which. Anything in prime time is extremely, and Fox prime time is one of the highest rated things on cable. Yeah. Because people are weird. He's using it as an excuse because they've told him that that's how people see him is as a black man that the world is against and shows it as a negative now. All right. So, counselor, wait, wait. you're. She's trying to, in yeah. a woke way. She's saying that he's, he, they're telling him to be a victim now. They, yeah. They've taught him that he's a victim of slavery now all the time. Well, that's their thing, right? Like, it, it, this woman is like a dream because most of these people that are freaking out about this are white parents. Right. Yelling, they told my kid he was right. racist, you know? So that, I don't, I don't know how, I would love to know how much critical race theory affected any elections around it. I'm, I'm very curious about how many people are really talking about critical race theory. I don't think any, I, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's I think almost none. Yeah. But if, I mean, the school is like whore. I hate, I go to a very crunch. My kid goes to a very granola public school. Um, and it's like, I, I mean, even they don't get too, they don't get too many. They don't get too, uh, like, outrageous they'll get too firebrandy you know with like right america they don't do the america her school has never sent an update with america with three k's instead yeah. of a c well i just wonder also like how many people are making decisions on who to vote for because of critical race theory i mean it's I don't hot i mean the republicans are yeah i don't know if democrats i don't know if they know if this is happening at all yeah, they, that's I, what I feel I like the ones i know that are like have a good life and and don't check their bank accounts you know, and have a savings account. Mm -hmm. I don't think they know that's happening at all. See, that's what I'm wondering. I they think it's good that like uh, they bring you know racial stuff into their white schools. Yeah, that's totally true. Yes, because obviously this is brainwashing, and it's having a deleterious obviously. effect on this on this young man's brain. Is the school fighting back? What are they saying? Oh, we don't teach this. We don't do this. Yeah, because they don't. The well, they certainly are fighting back. And they don't deny what they're teaching. They just simply think it's fine. They think it's okay. But it's not okay. It's never okay. It's never right for a school to teach kids that they're determined entirely by their race. It's never okay That's for a school teaching. to tell kids. That's not what they're teaching, though, either. They, they don't get that. Yeah. I mean, I wish they were allowed to look. They get mad they, when they open. I was talking about this with Elon Musk posted on Twitter, I, I saw a news story about him saying 
that uh what's it called netflix is in a big get woke go broke mm-hmm. situation like they're being netflix is too woke it's becoming almost impossible to watch netflix has comedy specials named like triggered and like freedom of speech and and stuff like that they have the dave chappelle thing when the dave chappelle thing happened uh netflix sent a thing out that said if you have a problem with the content you know don't work here yeah you know um so like what i think happens in those cases and this is kind of the same thing is like they saw a show where maybe there was a gay person or a woman was playing a role that maybe a man would have traditionally played. And that's what makes them mad, right? Like they see a gay person on a TV show and it can't just be because the person telling the story wanted to have a gay person as part of the story. It's because they're trying to indoctrinate you and it's a woke story (laughs) automatically. Yeah. I mean, I think overall, I mean, conservatives are mostly concerned with what pop culture is. I mean, that seems to be their biggest battleground. Um, You know, also the, the abortion thing, which they're doing well on, but uh, I mean, as far as culture goes, um, they hate it. They're against it. Um, I also want to say, as far as this is concerned, I think that Fox news and conservatives consider your race to be more of a indicator of where you're going to end up than the offering of like CRT. Yeah. I think that they are saying like, don't tell my kid he's black. He's going to like not succeed now. Yeah. I didn't even think of it that way. But and they're right. more determinative and like making it through on the other side. Like if you people would stop fucking acting like this, maybe we could get closer to something more equitable. Yeah. Uh, but you have managed to just ignore the differences that are there. Yeah. Yeah. This the, is the, it's all of, all of their stuff is feeling. All of their stuff is it feels wrong, it feels bad, it's not right. But everything that science shows, whether it's about gender studies, whether it's, you know, uh, uh, racism, we need to move in a different direction. And it's hard. And these people are scared and they're, they're you know, like I said, they're lazy and they don't want to learn anything because they already graduated high school and Pluto was a planet and they're done. Yeah. Yeah, Pluto was a planet. Pizza was a vegetable one. Yes. Or pizza, they never said pizza was a vegetable. They said it was a whole food because it had all the food groups in it. It does. Which, by the way, bread's not a food group. You know, we were raised to believe that bread was like a completely necessary thing that we were supposed to Eight to 11 servings of grains a day. (laughs) Eight to 11. I remember when they said eight to 11, I was like, ah. How many sandwiches is that? I, was, I love bread though. So, so many sandwiches. I was not arguing. I was not arguing because of how much I love bread. Um, so oh, I wanted to show to this vintage uh, Power Ranger standee that's new in the box. It's Jason, the Red Ranger. I'm fucking watching this auction right now. I'm so excited. It's coming close. I'll let you know if I win. So uh, I'm going to play this now because I want I wanted to play something. Another goofy thing real quick. Um, this is Buddy Brown, and and the reason I'm playing this, it has 336,322 views, which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, it was also suggested to me by YouTube. Okay. I found this the good old fashioned way of logging in, and it's saying you you would probably like this video. Getting algorithms. <laughs> yeah. Like Brian Buddy, Buddy Brown tucks truck session. <laughs> Brett, I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna love this. This is, and our listeners are going to love it. 
What's going on, everybody? Go ahead and hit like right now if you'd like to make George Orwell fiction again. Good Lord. When I heard uh, that- What a uh, Duck <laughs> Dynasty-ass motherfucker. Immediately, he's got the Just For Men fake beard. That beard, that beard is, uh, for the listeners, it is so dyed. Dyed I, black. I can't, it looks like Drake a little bit. Yeah. He's got a and Drake he, beard. Some of those baseball players. What was that one baseball player that had the beard? I don't remember. <laughs> it's a spray-on beard. Dude, an obelisk is right in the chat. It's a spray-on. It looks like one piece. Yeah. It doesn't look like hair. It looks like a piece of felt. It's a prosthetic hair unit that he's put on his face. What do you think his head looks like? His shit you think is he's so got Brian head, probably. You think he's bald under there? Oh, he's yeah, got shit. this. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Also, his clothes so fucking clean. Oh, it's clean as they've I, ever been. I remember we met some people that listened to the show one time, and they were they say we're like, you guys are a lot cleaner than I thought you would be. <laughs> and that does make you a fake. Like, that yeah. does make you a fucking fake. Because most people are just wearing old, dirty clothes that they have on and <laughs> a couple of days between a shower. I... <laughs> And Every, he looks, he's so pristine. All of his clothes are brand new. His guitar is brand new. This motherfucker looks, I mean, I would dis, I would not respect any Bubba <laughs> south of the Mason-Dixon line that wouldn't knock this motherfucker out. So I want to say this also. Uh, Brett noticed that he's clean and his guitar's clean. I think even more importantly, his truck is very clean too. That's true. <laughs> like, the whole thing is just right out of the box. Uh, Everything is. Yeah, he yeah. bought a starter kit. He bought a country music starter kit. He's got a shirt that says Desert Sun Flag and Anthem, which yeah. is must be a hype beast, like a conservative hype beast, like the uh, <laughs> Nine Line Apparel. Yeah. Conservatives are hype beasts just like they are. everybody else. They'll get a grunt style. They need a Nine Line Apparel. They just, they're hype beasts. That's just the way it is. Um, all right. So he's going to make George Orwell fiction again. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But also that... What's the audience for that? It's just not cowboy things. That's to not say. you would never it's admit not, that you read a book. I want I would love to be a cowboy. I'm even getting into Yellowstone, mm -hmm. the TV show, so I can spend time with cowboys. You know? Um this guy I don't respect him as a cowboy. No. We'll never. So Fiction again. Good lord. When I heard that uh Biden was go ahead and starting up his board of disinformation i jumped on that faster than a crackhead snatching up some loose change i mean this is just 1984 rebranded again from the ministry of truth y'all remember that this is like your manager talking to you on your smoke break so trying to act like they are a regular person this is like some college age college degree having motherfucker trying to go hang out in the woods it's i it's don't like it's like you invite it's like having a family reunion and you're Rich cousins come from out of town and try to get along with him. <laughs> he is embarrassing looking. It's bad. It's, it, he looks so embarrassing. I think if we're going to have a brand new board, we need to have a brand new theme song. A redneck angel landed up on my shoulder and whispered the words to this song. Hope y'all enjoy it. Here we go. Okay. The first thing I noticed when he started playing this song is we're wanting a country song from this guy. Obviously, we want country music song. Country and western music. But the problem is he's playing Hootie and the Blowfish type stuff. Yeah. He's not playing country music. He's he's definitely playing Hootie and the Blowfish. He's a Dave Matthews guy, I think. Yeah, this is this is someone that takes you hostage at a party. Yeah. Music. 
He's a Dave Matthews guy. I can guarantee oh. this guy loves Dave Matthews. I heard a really good Darius Rucker today. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's called All Right. Yeah. And it's just like, basically, my life sucks. And like nothing's that sparkly or good, but I'm all right with it. It ain't much, but it's all right. Oh, basically. yeah. But That's he's... my life. I've accepted that, you know? But he's his life is as sparkly as a life could ever possibly be. He also, he gets into hootie mode a little bit. He's really stretches out some of the vocals. Like he can't resist. Yeah. You should wear your actually clothes. You should wear your actual clothes when you do stuff so that it looks natural because it always makes you look like you're wearing a fucking costume. Yeah. Yeah, you should wear your real clothes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wonder where that shirt's from while he's... Don't talk about the laptop. Be scared of climate change. Don't talk about Afghanistan. Don't talk about Ukraine. Just get your news from TikTok or maybe CNN. Don't do your own research. The truth is what I say it is. (laughs) What is this? What is this? Let me ask a question here. Is this a common conservative thing that you get your news from TikTok? Because I found that line especially to jump out to me because I am very online. I know people on TikTok and I have never heard somebody say I go on most of my news. I just go and get it off of TikTok, you know. Uh, but there is tons of news on TikTok. People get news on TikTok. But I do Twitter, right? Like I'm sure. like I'm gonna get my You're new, old and man I've like heard... him. He's talking about he hates young people because young people get their news in sixty second bites that tell them that uh, you know a mixed race kid will be treated as black. And the 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 damn uh, you know what he was just talking about Joe Brandon's Ministry of Disinformation. Exactly. Which that's exciting. I that is gonna be fun if that really happens. I'm gonna really love that. So. From the government, and we're here to help. Hey, follow the money, it leads straight down to hell. We lie to your face, act like you don't have a clue. We're living in DC, we're called the Ministry of Truth. Hey. <laughs> yeah, this is like Andy McKee, like ass, just you. It's such... you're doing too much with that guitar, buddy. Ah, uh, yeah. How about you have some feeling? Like, how about you had an original thought? Yeah. Pull something from your soul. Do you have do you really do you know what it's like to be alive or do you just cosplay as other people? I don't know. I you're right about that too. This is Have you ever struggled? Do you know what it's like to struggle? He's a Facebook guy. Obviously. Um he does not like I'm looking at where he's performing and you know, obviously it could be a park, but the way I'm looking the the guy I'm seeing just uh, I'm I'm profiling him. I think that's his land. I think this guy is sitting on his land. He, this is a Facebook archetype guy. And it feels like this dude saw it on, he, he saw people on Facebook and boom, he was like, I'm going to, I can be one of those guys. I know how to play guitar. I know how to sing. He's 40 years old. Oh my God. That's why he, that's why. You can have gray hairs. Yeah, I have gray I know. hairs. Country music is a real like you get more credit. Like yeah. people believe you more if you have gray hair. I love older guys more than newer guys. I don't understand this guy's whole gimmick. He's I can't believe he's 40. He doesn't look 40. I'll give him credit. 
He doesn't look for. He looks like his beard was bolted onto his face. He looks like a fucking what's that guy? What's the Wooly Willy? He looks like a Wooly Willy, the guy you, you yeah paint the beard on. Well, here's the thing. Here, here, you know what? He doesn't have he doesn't have blue link parents, but he has an ominous statement. Okay. When Brown was nine years old, his family decided to relocate to Orlando, Florida, for his father's career. Hmm, what could Orlando, Florida be? I Disney? Guess Disney? Yeah. He could be a Disney guy? But they moved them. They paid... To, any job where someone pays to have you move is like... <laughs> That's you're probably. living the luxurious life. Yeah, yeah. If you can buy a politician, make him look insane... Then you can buy a scientist exactly the same way. We shut down anybody who asks questions or gets pissed. It's 1984. The truth is what I say it is. I just, the 1980, I would love to sit him down and ask, like, find out if you read the book. I guess everybody was forced to read it in high school. So that's why he goes back to it. Yeah. I, mean, I wasn't. I, I didn't read it until I graduated. Same here. Yeah, I didn't yeah. read it after high school. They wouldn't let me read it in the eighth grade for some reason. They made me pick something else. I had to pick. Oh, I picked something. They thought else. that you would consider yourself part of the resistance and try to fight against the school or something. <laughs> no, it was a mystery book. I, it was between that and a mystery book. And I was like, shit. I'd rather read the mystery book. Like, a, like not a murder mystery, but like kind of like this is a mystery or whatever. So I read that, and I didn't even read that, really. So, interesting. We're from the government, and we're here to help. Hey! Follow the money, it leads straight down to hell. We lie to your face, act like you don't have a clue. We're living in D.C., we're called the Ministry of Truth. I just... This is the worst song we've ever done. We buy all the networks, put them all up for sale. Cause God forbid the people ever think for themselves. I hate when they say stuff like that. I hate it when somebody says people don't think for themselves. Like, right. what does that even mean? You know? Oh, so you figured out how to think for yourself without the media? Right. <laughs> and I love the, there's a line in there where he says you buy all the scientists. Which is like, these people have such a hate for science. They don't want to be told what to do. They don't want to be told somebody knows more than them. Yeah. I'm not wrong. I'm not, <laughs> I've never been wrong. <laughs> I know everything. Because <laughs> we're from the government and we're here to help. Okay, that's Follow also, that's a vineyard-ass vines slogan, like a Ronald Reagan slogan. Yeah, it's Ronald Reagan said Right, that. it sounds like just a vineyard vines thing to me. <laughs> Straight down to hell We lie to your face Act like you don't have a clue We're living in D.C. We're called the Ministry of Truth We're living in D.C. We're called the Ministry of Truth Son of a bitch, man Fucking ruined country What are you doing? Stop it Hope y'all enjoyed Put that, that guitar down Put the fucking guitar down. How I'll dare be, you? I wonder how dare you be such a fucking bootlicker and a Trump supporter and all that fucking Republican ass bullshit. How dare you? Truck session. Oh my god. He he does songs all the time. He's got a song called Empty Selves Joe. Uh Tampons in the Boys Room. 
Uh, bad week Wait, for is snowflakes. That like, is that a Motley Crue cover? I doubt it. Tampons uh, ain't allowed in school. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go looking through a little bit more of this guy. Uh, I, I guess I'm looking at it, and it seems like maybe... I love the name. It's just a pathetic name, too. He has a song called If This Country Still Had Balls. <laughs> it's seven years old. They want to. Sorry, someone just jumped into the chat. They want to hear tampons in the boys' room. We All have right. to know if it's a Motley Crue cover. Tampons in the boys', <laughs> boys room. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? To... Don't you worry about the fact that uh, food Clean distribution shirt. plants are getting set on fire and hit by planes. Don't you worry about the fact that gas prices are crazy high and all that kind of stuff. Our Democrat genius leaders have decided the way they can solve all the world's problems is to start putting tampons in the boys' restrooms at public school. How about that? <laughs> what you gonna use it for? An oil leak on your truck? I mean, hell. Little Bloody Johnny can't. A different truck, by the way. Different truck. You're right. Different truck. More than one truck. Yeah. <laughs> you country music, you only need one truck. You fell in love with it and you'll fix it until you die. Different truck. Different trucks. More than one Little truck. Johnny can't write. Public school hates math. And anyone who's white. But Whoa. the board's gonna fix everything, it's true. They're gonna put tampons in the boys' room. What? The boys' room. Huh? The boys' room. Gonna put tampons in the boys' room. This what? is just like a. This is just a really annoying, like, conservative office comedian. Yes. It's all. Bad. It's a guy that's just like, I've got some cheeky jokes and I can play the guitar. Um,. Buddy Brown, you're a loser. He has a song called Raised by Boomers, which now I'm like, I, okay. We got to save it. Let's we got to save, save, save some Buddy Brown for next time. We'll save Buddy Brown. I'm going to put Buddy Brown in the show notes <laughs> thing. I will make sure I look as look through Buddy Brown over the next week. And, and maybe on Wednesday, we'll come rolling in here uh, and I can play Raised by Boomers. Don't piss off a service guy right now. We got to be less white. And, uh, wow. yeah, this guy, kids that never got spanked by Buddy Brown. <laughs> if we dropped a million rednecks on the Russian army. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this guy, uh, you know what? Unconscious wisdom says straight grifter. I'm not mad at it. I, absolutely. Yeah. This is just the most like cash grabby. I'll say whatever you want. Like I'm, I'm here to make money. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the comments on the story are just like from people named like true patriot yeah and and shit like that this guy this is straight up i look at what's on the drudge report and i write a song <laughs> yeah, yeah. about what's going on that's what all it is it's, or i turn on fox news and then i sit in the back of one of my several trucks and and i do a thing so uh all right. Well, that is the show. Uh, I hope you all go really deep on Buddy Brown. Yeah. And bring me some great stuff. But I will uh, uh, I will definitely 100% look through this guy and try to see what else he's up to. I just, I, I listened to that song earlier and I was like embarrassed for that guy. Yeah. Like secondhand embarrassed and I had to play it. Yeah, I mean, how do we listen? We need to download the MP3s. We need to steal them. We don't want to give them views and uh, listens. But... Yeah, one view isn't going to. Sure. 
isn't going to help. Buddy Brown driving through the ghetto, official, 1.4 million views. Wow. Yeah. We're not picking on somebody that's fucking, you know, nobody. He, they, they guys, first of all, written a bunch of racist and transphobic songs. Right. So, that's Street Fight. Well, thanks for being here. We'll be back on Sunday. Twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio. Peace. Yeah. I weighed the options on a scale that was digital. School spirit, how I'm holding up my principles. Few OGs and my mama who I listen to. I got a text from Obama, told me to kill it too. We make reporters and journalists grab their microphones. She talking dirty like her guy ain't home. All bets is off, but see my time is on. Hey, what's up with all the doubts? Cause I left mine at home. You see, I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable And niggas in the city carry lead like number two Might pull up in the clutch to light one if I fuck with you If you my nigga hit me, I still got the same number two Ain't no road maps for the problems I run into That's why I navigate, they gravitate into what we do And all I got is hits, I'm a Louisville slugger too The Blake Chris Show, I wanna thank you for coming through Said the Blake Chris show. Thank you for coming through. I like to light when then proceed to talk my shit. I'm Dave. I don't make music for niggas that barely play. I was racking up points and assists before you knew my name. Don't play yourself, I'm accurate from long range. Yeah, but this the Blake show, like the Lake show, the dynasty. I'm up like late shows, but the TV is really watching me. I'm gearing up for a run as long as Letterman's They show me they ain't wanna be great So I said forget them then Yeah, like fucking we ball All that shit you said Is coming back like recalls We on top of your head The summer gonna be cold Fall even colder I keep my grass low So if I fall it's not from cobras John Elway in this wood This here gonna knock me over Like I told you Lot in motion Life's a roller coaster, uh And when you overdo it It makes some niggas do it over Thank you.